Welcome back to another episode of Organic with OG Adriana, a podcast that explores the intersection of authenticity, mindful consumption, and radical motherfucking healing. I'm your girl, your host, Adriana, aka um, OG Adriana, if you nasty. And y'all, I am back on my personal podcast mic here to talk to you guys. Um, now, last episode may have seemed a little rushed. Um, at least some of the filling in segments outside of the interview, um, the quality of said segments may have seemed a little better. However, um, I I cannot disclose any more information than that um, because the place in which those things were recorded may or may not exist at the moment. Um, so that's all I'm gonna say about that at the moment. However, really dope experience doing. Um, but yeah, I guess we can recap like the actual current events of the world before I start to get too high um, or too deeply into my personal current events, right? Um, so I do want to first, um, so first of all, I know I did not mention, um, the trigger warning mass shooting in Buffalo, um, of the various black folks in the grocery store, um, by a white person that was armed by some sort of automatic rifle. Um, yeah. Also... <laughs> Um, and I, I'm only laughing, honestly, to deflect my extreme fucking anger and sadness and hurt of over the situation in, um, Uvalde, Texas. Is that what it's called? Um, Uvalde, Texas. Um, I should know this is kind of right up the street from me. Um, well, Southwest of me, I believe, um, where a bunch of children um, unfortunately, and a couple teachers unfortunately did pass away, um, in another mass shooting, um, this, these two events, um, specifically the school shooting where all of those fucking babies, and again, I'm not going to rant too much or go into too much of a rabbit hole about this, um, but specifically that situation brings up the topic of gun control, and this is a topic that is floating around, um, all I will say and I, again, will not elaborate. All I will say is that guns are not the problem. People with guns are the problem. Guns being legal have never been or has never been the problem. It's never been a gun issue. It's a human issue. Um, I, I'm not going to get too far into the mental health and interviews with people and things like that however um just very sad situation all along all around definitely praying for the families and all of that definitely praying for everyone involved praying for the 
pray for everybody, goddamn. Protect yourself. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Protect yourself for real. This is really, really a season of cultivating tribes, standing near your tribes, and really, really ensuring that um, your tribes are safe and protected so that we can all be a vessel in this uphill battle of making the universe a nice and harmoniously balanced place again. But yeah, to move on to that, um, sorry, that was kind of sad. Um, the rest of this episode won't be too sad, I promise. Um, but my current life, y'all, it's been really kind of chill. And I know I said I wasn't going to be sad, but y'all, I have not been great um, where it comes to mental health. Um, I have been just like evaluating my life, my brand, who I am as a human, um, not even so much who I am as a human, um, what others perceive me as. And I've kind of, you know, really had to come to terms that the more I really, really become more affirmed in who the fuck I am and honey, we will get there. We will get here. I promise we'll get there. Um, however, the more, um, I, stand more so in the affirmation of who I am and walk as this person that I know that I am, um, the more it's kind of filtering out people in my life. And this has been a common theme, um, within my life for the past couple of weeks. Um, but that being said, um, the way people receive me has been very, very difficult to deal with. Um, even though I know that I'm my best fucking self and that I'm a fucking prize and always, um, friendship wise, romantically, platonically as a family member, all that shit. However, um, navigating that and navigating, navigating, feeling disappointed by other people's response to me. Um, but also, having to cope with the fact that it's just a part of the game. It's just a part of this ascension and healing and, and all of those things. Ugh, that has been really hard on my motherfucking mental health. So I've been really chill. Y'all, honestly, um, I've been in isolation nation. Um, I have not wanted to be on the internet too much. I've not wanted to like make interactions with people. Um, so if y'all are those voice voicemail ass niggas, text me back to back ass niggas, like send me random shit ass niggas, like y'all, I'm sorry, I'm not in the mood. Um, I'm not really sure when I'm going to be in the mood for just like communication. I really kind of just want to do everything I want to do. And if it doesn't feel good to me, like a hundred percent good, um, I'm kind of blocking it out of my realm and my aura. So I apologize. This is definitely a season of isolation. Um, selective isolation for Adriana because I definitely plan on being outside, goddamn, as much as my spirit desires, right? Um, however, yeah, I have Oh, I don't know. My baby's officially a fifth grader, which we talked about him turning 10, which I feel like the baddest bitch ass mom ever in the world. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so thankful and grateful um, to my child for being alive and being just a cool, dope ass human. You know, I'm really, really proud of us in our journey. But to know that he's a fucking fifth grader officially now is it's wild. It's crazy. It makes no sense. Um, but moving right along, just to recap last week's episode, which was entitled Pay Me in Waffle House featuring my guy, AJ Bray. Um, now, I did not get to promo this episode as much as I wanted to. Um, like I said, I was having a not great mental health week. And that's kind of been the trend over the last month or so as we're transitioning into the late part of spring. Um, 
cough cough mercury motherfucking retrograde bitch ass um we're just now into or this is the we're in the tail end of mercury being in retrograde um and i i definitely am feeling that weight being lifted however y'all my thoughts are cloudy my reasoning is cloudy the communication is cloudy my brain is cloudy um that being said i have not been able to promote promo last week's episode as much as possible but if you are listening to my voice right now and if you have not heard my voice have a dope ass conversation with a dope ass artist by the name of aj bray um go back and listen to that episode go run that shit up go share it with your folks and all that thing all that stuff we talked about all the things the music in the fields as per usual um super cool episode um like i said i had a really cool experience recording the segments of that episode um which hopefully i'll be able to talk about later in the summer soon come right however yeah i i do got some cool ass things to talk about in this episode so before i start ranting too much y'all you know the drill let's get into the things that i am currently ingesting All right, friends, so y'all know it goes without saying at this point that when I say the things I am currently ingesting, I mean all the many ways in which you can ingest things into your mind, your body, your spirit, your aura, not just in like physically chewing things and sending it through your digestive tract by way of eating, you know, Um, but whether it be the company you keep, the hobbies, all the many things that you can ingest, right? I use this segment as an accountability tracker. Yeah, I use this segment as kind of an accountability tracker because as y'all know, a huge theme of this podcast is um, mindful like consumption of things, um, making sure that we are mindfully ingesting, um, being very intentional about the things that we are putting into our body. And that being said, honey, this last week, I have not been very intentional. Um, I've been eating... <laughs> not as much as I should have. Um, on honestly, that is just a reflection of my poor mental health. Um, however, I'm not going to beat myself up over that. Um, I have not completely starved myself. I've eaten at least one complete meal a day. Um, so I cannot be mad at myself at that. Um, I will say I have, I had the most delicious organic strawberries the other day. I don't even, I think they're from AGB. Delicious organic strawberry organic berries during berry season like really it's not even berry season yet we still got about a month to go before they're really good but nigga they are delicious um so i have been kind of making sure that i am putting more fruit into my body making sure i'm putting more water into my body honey y'all i've been drinking too much fucking caffeine um so i am definitely on the path like i love how i talked about caffeine last week and was like oh like yeah i'm being mindful but it always happens like nigga as soon as i start i I give myself an inch nigga and i take a mile and i just i don't need to be doing that so that being said lots of gerber mates this week um yeah uh i don't know i've been kind of all over the place because in on one breath i've been eating a lot of vegetables and fruits on another in another breath um i'm eating hella carbs and pasta and motherfucking chipotle um but 
and on one hand i've been wanting to do nothing but mope around and fucking cry all day but on another hand i've actually been you know getting out and making the effort to ride my bike all week so i'm very proud of myself honestly the balance new highs new lows all for the balance i suppose word to janae Iko, man um moving right along though um as far as media y'all so first of all i did not know that love on the spectrum was back and i thought that the old seasons were just trending because like ever so often you know people start to get hip onto old series and things um and they start trending again on netflix but no honey there is a love on the spectrum us i think the original series is based in australia but y'all love on the spectrum we've talked about on this podcast um a beautiful show i am on episode three right now definitely will be watching that as i fall asleep tonight um yeah i i think People that are on the autistic spectrum, neurodiverse gang, you feel me, um, have a very beautiful way of seeing life. And to watch this show, Love on the Spectrum, definitely restores my faith in humanity a whole lot. So shout out to Love on the Spectrum US. Um, I also finished The Circle. Shout out to, spoiler alert, Frank for winning i definitely wanted him and his beautiful smile and his beautiful testimony to win so shout out to him um y'all i've been watching a reality show on motherfucking netflix called young rich and african honey i'm not gonna elaborate but nigga, the niggas are young rich and african and they on some love and hip-hop stuff but in a more classy motherland home homeland type of way you feel me and they're beautiful beat to the gods like budget wear, low budget first season wigs wear. Like, listen, they looking real good. Shout out to all the African women who are on that show. And shout out to them niggas too. They ain't shit, but shout out to them, I guess. <laughs> Just for being African, for being on the damn continent. Um, what else? Oh, y'all. Your girl. Your girl. Me, Adriana. The most anti Joe Budden ass nigga ever. Um, but I will say, um, and I've said this in previous episodes, my little bae or whatever did put me on to Joe Budden and him swooning over Alex Isley. So for that, I give him a pass. But I mentioned this pale faced, freckled ass nigga because I, I spent money. I gave this nigga Joe Budden five hard earned doll hairs of mine. Just so I could see my boy Isaiah Rashad's first interview after the entire sex tape um, outing situation. Beautiful interview. Not going to give too many spoilers, but shout out to Zay for being comfortable with himself. Comfortable for who he is. Um, exper- being okay with experimenting sexually. <coughs> and identifying as gender or as sexually fluid or pansexual, um, and just being fucking beautiful and handsome and swaggy and dope as hell. Again, Zay, we gonna have to talk about the certain, like, he said that there are other videos, allegedly, that were allegedly better, honey, but the specific videos, the head wasn't giving 
However, he new to this. You know, it's been a couple years. The man is still exploring his sexuality, goddamn. So, um, shout out to Zay, honestly, for being so open. Shout out to Joe Budden for having a fucking fantastic interview. I'm not even... I, I have to give him all his props. Like, literally, all the years of hatred I've had for this man, Joe Budden, kind of were all... Um, we're all released because like anyone who can be that kind and compassionate and also funny and fucking interesting, um, in a talk about a black male hip hop artist who was outed on the fucking internet via sex tape, like dog, I couldn't have asked for a better interviewer. So shout out to TDE for giving this nigga Joe Budden the interview. Um, and yeah, uh, that's all I'm gonna say about that because my brain just went off into a tangent. But I- I'm just gonna let that sit there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna just let that be that, right? <laughs> but um, what else have I been watching? Oh, so oh, guys. So as we transition into the music things that I've been ingesting, Kaylani dropped her music video for Melt. Um, y'all know that I swooned over the Everything music video. Melt is no different. Y'all know this album, Blue Water Road, I've still been listening to because my fucking in love ass. And speaking of being in love, by the way, the fact that y'all niggas really did not tell me that Aquarius sons were actually fucking psychotically stoic, like nigga, I, the dramatic person that I am, the person that wears their emotion on their sleeves and an Aquarius, like God had the nerve to send me an Aquarius son with fantastic dick and fucking great cuddles, bitch, I'd, I need to call into the to the God, fuck to the heaven call center, goddamn, because we got some things to talk about. Um, see a tangent, like how do we even get there? How, like, actually, oh, melt, Kalani, Blue Water World, Simpy Girl season, y'all, y'all know I've been listening to this album, being in my feels, Tangerine still makes me cry, melt still makes me cry like that feeling of just wanting to live inside of someone's skin we've talked about on this podcast i've talked about out loud i promise it is not as psychotic of a feeling as it sounds out loud but that feeling of you just want to be as close as possible and not want to like be like lose that closeness like regardless of whatever like dog so sweet so shout out to Kehlani hello lesbian lover I guess they cute or whatever like even though that's supposed to be my wife that's my woman that's my lady that's my everything or whatever but then she wanted to go and then get with this little bitch that looked like her except more masculine like goodness but I'm not gonna go into that rant um but yeah if you have not watched Kehlani's music video for Melt definitely go check that out if you want to be in your fucking fields because I definitely bawled like a baby um but yeah just to liaison into music y'all um my baby girl Grace Sorensen who I've talked about on this podcast friend of the family um had her first headlining show dope ass show beautiful fucking look for her ass her first headlining show it was so fucking amazing like i said um well i said the headlining part not the amazing part but to reiterate like she did fucking amazing she looked amazing her mama looked amazing everybody was so cute um Oh, so I've speaking of Grace, I've been listening to a lot of this song called Black Vintage by Black Odyssey featuring my girl Grace Swordson. Um, and this is actually the intro to Black Odyssey's most recent album. Um, y'all, 
Y'all know how I ranted about Sailor Moon last week. I be a Sailor Moon. I love it too. I fucking love that song so much. That is like literally the way I feel right now. Seriously. Okay. So the way I ranted over that Sailor Moon song by Leia. Dog, why did I just realize that Leia is opening for Alex Isley? I cannot wait. Like literally, I can. Ugh, what a beautiful show. I'm going to be in my fields and it's just going to be a great ass fucking time. So shout out to Leia. Um, Y'all definitely still banging the Marigold album by Alex Isley. Definitely still bangering, bangering, banging this Kendrick album still. Count Me Out, still my favorite song. Yeah, I still love it. Um, Die Hard has been a song that I've been listening to a lot more recently. Um, Still, I just fucking love the album. Shout out to K-Dot. Um... Oh, I've been in my playlist bag. Um, I actually made two new playlists like within the last week. One of them is called Made It Out Alive and it has like a lot of musical moments and I'm still adding to this playlist, but it's called um, Make It Out Alive and it's featuring a lot of just like songs that have been like a part of the soundtrack to more difficult difficult times in my life or songs that have helped me just come out of really hard and tough situations so um if you have spotify definitely go check out that playlist made it out alive less than three um you know like the little heart less than three um which yeah i love that playlist i've been listening to it a lot lately it has a bunch of nostalgic fucking just anthems to my life on there. Um, I have also made a playlist that is entitled Late Spring, um, or have all the kind of like newer music, um, some older music um, that I have just been listening to on repeat. You know, I got some music from the city on there. Definitely go check that out. And yeah, shout out to Wave Chop, fucking Jedi, motherfucking um, said Boss, Teddy Legacy, and all the folks that are on that playlist from the city. Um, also, and that's on Spotify. Y'all, I never use Apple Music. If for any reason you ever, you do not follow me on Spotify and you want any of like my playlists or con like music content, like playlist type things um on apple music nigga hit me in the dms or something like that um hit us in the email at organic with og at gmail.com um somewhere tell me that you want it to apple i will get it converted over to apple i just don't think about it readily and i don't quite frankly always have the time to um do both at the same time um to where I can still be able to share it because like there's apps that you can just like build the same playlist. However, in order to be able to reshare, um, and do the same, like have the same accessibility to the playlist, I guess, and the songs on the playlist that you would, if you were to build it on the platform, um, I have to like physically build it on each platform. So if you ever want any of my playlists on Apple, hit me. And I will do that personally for you. But as of now, everything on Spotify, spot, I cannot speak. Follow me on Spotify at OG Adriana. Um, and yeah, moving right along, y'all. I've been listening to, I told y'all I've been in my fields. I've not had the best mental health. So I've been listening to a lot of melancholic jazz, a lot of jazz music that makes me feel especially nostalgic, missing my papa. Um, some songs that I have on repeat that are jazz classics um smoke gets in your eyes by clifford brown and easy to love by the great ahmad jamal um i've been listening to a song called coming down by ari lennox that's on that last dreamville project um and yeah y'all that is really all the freak i have been ingesting um 
still attempting to take my sea moss when I can. Um, my skincare. Okay, so I think I'm gonna start to integrate skincare on the next episode into this, like things that I'm currently ingesting because y'all, I'm very proud of my skin. I'm very proud of where it's come, honey, and I'm very excited to see where the fuck is going as I age and just get more beautiful and my skin just gets more mature. I'm hoping for some more tan. I'm hoping to be maybe like a couple shades browner by the time I'm 40, goddamn. Um, but that being said, ne starting next week um, or next episode during this things I am currently ingesting segment, I am going to start integrating like more of my hygiene routines um, to let y'all know like where what's going on there, like where it comes to like my skincare, like my face, um, different products I'm using on my body, um, different products I'm using for my fucking eczema that is extremely flared right now and has been since the top of the year, but that is a different fucking story. Um, because yeah, I just want to be a little bit more transparent about all of the things that I am ingesting in all the many ways in which that I can ingest it. But that being said, y'all, there's not a topic of the week again this week. I promise. Eventually, y'all gonna get a topic of the week. But today, nah, we have a very special conversation. So yeah, let's get right into it because I, I just the fucking honor and privilege y'all I'm just so thankful always for these people to share their stories with me but this one is a great story my my Aries brethren um but before I t say too motherfucking much y'all let's get right into the topic of the week which is not a topic of the week but you know what I mean <laughs> okay I guess I'll start um by talking to my peeps a little bit can you hear me good yeah, I can hear you. Okay, Ben. So, yeah, I'll start by talking to my folks a little bit. So, um, hey, friends, if you don't know, now you know we are joined, right, by a very special creative. Um, and, okay, so I want to say this, right, for the record, before I get into this conversation, this has nothing to do with the current guest that we have, but I feel like some people find it disingenuous Um when I speak to these artists and swoon over them um, <laughs> because like a lot of people are not supportive of people who in their brain are not at a certain place. But, but we'll also talk about that. Um, yeah. And I think that a lot of people, or I say that to say rather um, y'all, y'all know this about me I'm only going to have you on this podcast if I fuck with your music um if you're a musician um like if I see something special about your vision and yeah um I say all of that to say again not to rant folks y'all we we joined by um a creative uh, an artist a person um from the city allegedly and we are going to get there <laughs> oh no we always gotta motherfucking get there because like I have been I was displaced from the city for a decade so all of y'all people making this music I'm like damn this is this person and like connecting the dots has been fucking amazing but y'all we joined by a motherfucking storytelling ass, creative ass, singing ass, rapping ass, <laughs> human by the name yeah. of Teddy the Legacy. Hello, how are you? Straight like that. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm pretty good. How's your day been? How you feeling? Long day. Just got off work. Had to go to my grandpa's house, fix his bed. You know, everyday stuff. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. so kind. I, I really do appreciate you taking the time out to talk to me. I will say this is like my personal most anticipated interview. Like, chat man, it, because it took us like, like three times. Nigga, the third time has to be the charm. Like, third time is the charm. The third time is definitely the charm, man. Dang, and we gonna get there too yeah. to that number. Actually, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of full circles. A lot of full circles, man. A and lot. I appreciate that you can see that. But like to start, friend, who who is Teddy the legacy? Uh, uh, underneath uh, it all, Teddy the legacy is a loner, <laughs> a person yeah. that's to himself and thinks a lot and uh, just observes. Like that's all I that's all I do is observe everything and observe how I feel eternally. You know. Yeah, Teddy Legacy is a self-made ass nigga. <laughs> Purr. I love that. Yeah, straight like that. Oh. It's always me. Just me. Just you. Yeah. I, I fucking love that. And I appreciate that. Like you kind of know that, you know, like about yourself. Mm. And you're an Aries, right? Aries gang. Yeah. Aries gang, man. And it's so interesting because there's, there's maybe this perception about Aries that we're like these really fiery people who just love to be around other humans. And no, no, nigga, <laughs> no, absolutely I hate not. it. I hate it. Like I'm the one that disappears in the function and I'm down the street in the car gone. Like I hate it. Not in the car. I feel you. I hate it. Like I'm already in the car on the way home. <laughs> felt no i definitely feel you so when or were you this way as a kid well i'm only child wow teddy the legacy yeah. that should tell you everything <laughs> that should tell you everything about me i'm only child so i know how to work by myself be my own company like that's yeah. how i grew up like i had to learn how to entertain myself and just be with with my own thoughts and learn how to do shit on my own without relying on people. And that's why I do everything on my own to this day. Like yeah. music, music wise, that's why I had to learn how to do my own shit. Cause I don't like relying on other people. So yeah. yeah. Damn, big felt. So um, to kind of go on a little bit of a tangent, um, do, cause I identify with that as well. I do have a younger brother who grew, I have siblings who are like stepsisters, mm-hmm. but I had one younger brother that grew up in the house and with me. And although we're very close now in adulthood, we're seven years apart. So uh, uh, yeah, 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 I essentially felt like the only child. Um, yeah, you were for also, like seven years. Yeah. yeah I, literally. And we, we both had different dads and different relationships with those. So we were a lot of the time separated in those environments. And, yeah. You know, so you kind of was part-time on only child type shit yeah a part-time only child so I identify with all of that so but I I go off onto that tangent to ask you do you feel that you've had to learn how to do all these things alone and have had to cope with really learning how to navigate life alone because you feel maybe burdensome to other humans or do you genuinely like have you always just eternally felt like dang I'm by myself so shit I don't got nothing else to do but do all of this by myself or like a combination of the two yeah I would say a combination for sure like I it can feel like a burden sometimes because everybody got their own shit going on and and I don't feel like bothering people because sometimes I hate being bothered my damn self (laughs) and then 
And then it's like, damn, it's me. So I might as well learn how to do it myself. Like, I don't want to rely on nobody, like I said. And I don't want to wait on nobody to do it for me when I can do it myself, when I know I'm capable of doing it. And that's just like growing up as a kid, like just just being a kid and being in my room. I got to find something to do. Like, I can't just be sitting in the room talking to the wall. So I had to find something to do. Like, now, granted, I I, I always had my cousins shit like that they was like my brothers and sisters so i got a big ass family that i call my brothers and sisters and cousins and all that yeah you know you know so it kind of filled that void but in reality when i go back home it was just me so i always had to snap back into that it's just me mode and grind by myself type shit no got you so when when you did come back and retreat to your own time, what what was Teddy the Legacy doing as an infant, as a kid growing up? Uh, seemed like a blur. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like to draw. I used to like to draw a lot. I would say that. Like yeah. I I used to draw a whole lot. Uh, play the game type shit. Uh, listen to music. Watch movies. Like I'm a big movie person. I love movies. Yeah. Um, What's your top three favorite yeah. movies? Top three, Life. All things considered. Number one. Perfect. Life is number one. Django, number two. <laughs> okay, um, is Django a comedy? Django is definitely a comedy. Per, got you. <laughs> um, what's the other movie that's funny as shit, but it's supposed to be a scary movie? Oh, fuck, fuck, I can't remember. I can't remember. Okay, I'm going to just go uh, Five Heartbeats. <laughs> got you after that you know Love just to it. bring Those it back good top no. three. yeah yeah i had to bring it back so, so what is this all music? black movies all black movies <laughs> and all black and, and my, those are all very important movies to the culture those are all yeah, yeah. very quotable movies quotables um, yeah i feel like they were definitely they were definitely intended <laughs> to do one thing i guess yeah. in the cinematography and like film world but mm-hmm. i think for us they they Man. definitely all mean something different two of those movies from the 90s and like i feel like we don't got that anymore like black cinema like people just putting out movies for for us for the culture because yeah. in the 90s we had it on lock and then Literally. i guess early 2000s and 2010s it just started to die out but i feel like people like donald glover and uh jordan peele they bringing that back that yeah. that uh black cinema back so I, i'm loving it and uh ryan coogler with the Marvel yeah. universe, yeah. like he's really going crazy. But uh, yeah, I love black cinema. I love that. That is so dope. <laughs> I, I definitely appreciate that. As a person who has not seen many movies for the sake of like, it's actually very embarrassing and I'm not going to go there with a movie Don't. person because niggas be getting <laughs> on my ass. But um, I love that you named three movies that I definitely have seen a lot of times. Um, I don't have the attention span to like sit and watch a movie unless I have uh, like, done okay. the IMBDs, unless I've watched yeah. the trailers. Like, you gotta nigga, be... I have not seen White Chicks. All yeah. Oh, you haven't? Did you have never. it on bootleg? Never. You've never I've... seen it? Like you never had the movie at home? No, I never sat. Oh, I think we did have it. We had Did you so have it on bootleg? Yeah, we did. I'm That's why. Sure. Oh, just the quality <laughs> was have, that bad. I, no, and it, like back then, those bootlegs used to end like before the end. Oh, I used to have you. that. I had that one on on bootleg, and like I never seen the end until recently. What a fucking memory! It's giving like clear Bro. force memories. Yeah, force like memories. bootlegs like, back then used to be so trash, but we just had to watch them just to see. Have, like, 
for entertainment. That's yeah, the only child shit, though. Like just facts, watching facts. random things. Uh, yeah. You so just what were you listening it. to musically? Did you like music as a kid? Oh yeah, that's all I grew up with. Um, my mom, she played number R and B. Fucking my dad, he played number old school R and B, but he was a screwhead. So I didn't even know other music existed until I got older. Like all yeah. I heard was screw tapes all day, every day. Like my pops, he played screw all day. Yeah. Like he damn near was in the SUC, but yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, like, were your parents like? Are they musically inclined folk? Yeah, my dad's nickname is Music Man. <laughs> like, he used to hook up speakers in, in my grandma's front yard. Everybody speakers, they'll come to one shit. Everybody come over there, get their speakers hooked up. Okay, so, friend, so you from Austin. Like, your grandma and them live in 2-1 Austin. Austin. My gra- both of my grandmas lived in 2-1. <laughs> wow. Right down the street from each other. Okay, edgy. So I, I do want to get back to music, right? Um, mm-hmm. but what what do you think? What was it like growing up as a kid from the city? Um, I, I may or may not have heard from said that you went to Del Valley at some point, but what oh, was yeah, it like yeah, growing yeah. up in the city? I went city? to a million schools. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So what was that like? I went to Pecan Springs. Then after that, we moved. Like, my mom just moved everywhere because she was just trying to figure it out. You know, you yeah. black mom trying to figure it out. But I went to Pecan Springs, Barrington on Rumberg. Okay. And then um, after that, we moved to Decker, I think, Eagles oh. Landing. Yeah, we moved to Eagles Landing, like, right when it opened. Yeah. And then uh, Maynard. I went to Maynard Elementary for a little bit, and then we moved back to the east side. So my mom could save some money and try to get a house. And yeah. I went to Texas Empowerment, Cedars. Yeah. And then that's when I went to Del Valley after all that. Like, my mom finally got her shit right. Bought got a house. And we moved to Del Valley. Dope. So yeah. I, as a kid, growing up in the city as a, as a Black person, right? Yeah. What is your perception of the, the city over the years? And all things considered, that's a very broad question. Yeah, but. that's a very broad question. Yeah. Um, I feel like it just felt more intact back then. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was moving as one. It was more of a community back then. Yeah. But obviously that was before the gentrification started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, we just had everything. Like I just miss seeing everybody walking up and down Spreedale, chilling. Everybody outside on on the bikes and shit. Yeah, going to Givens and shit, playing basketball. But um, it was it was very like you know a community. Yeah. Like it felt like everybody was one back then. Mm-hmm. And growing up as a black kid, like you kind of felt the racism, like the the divide, but you really didn't feel it because that black that that culture like yeah it just kept us like as one and plus we didn't have technology like crazy like we do now but um yeah it was way different than what it is now yeah dang I, I definitely feel that and as a person born and raised in the city as well I definitely five thousand percent agree with that so did you know that like you were talented as a kid growing up uh yeah, I used to sing a lot when I was younger. Like, I, I thought I was going to be, like, R&B singer. Like, I'm an R&B nigga. I'm down to, like, yeah. I'm an R&B nigga that just so happens to rap. 
But yeah, I used to sing like me and my little cousins. We had like a little group. <laughs> we used to think we was B2K and shit. <laughs> they used to make us, you know, your mom make you dance for the family and shit and sing. Like yeah. they used to do all that shit. Like, yeah, I always so you've knew I was always talented, been that kid. Yeah, I always been that kid. Like I used to play the drums when I was younger because my dad he played the drums too Dope. for a, a famous church choir or church uh, group, gospel group. I mean, but um, what gospel? Yeah, group? I was playing. I can't remember. Like they yeah. went everywhere on in America, but um, yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> like he was young, young. Yeah. But um, yeah, I always had. I was always musically inclined. Like I said, my pops he played DJ Screw, and then on the flip side, he would play Osley Brothers, mm-hmm. Prince, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, Teddy Pendergrass, Marvin Gaye, all that. You know, all that old school shit yeah. they grew up in on the seventies. Yeah, the necessities that, that that black culture music, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always you knew always I was knew, and your parents have always like known. Have have they always supported you being an artist? And we'll talk about like your transition, like how that even happened. But have they always supported that? Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. They like I was recording in, in the crib, like like I said, I'm the only child, so like I'm always recording at the house. Yeah. They never bothered me because they knew what I was trying to do, what I was trying to, when I was trying to uh, succeed in. So mm-hmm. they just supported it 100% from day one. Per, I love that so much. So what was the yeah. day? What was the moment? What is it? What did it feel like, smell like, sound like when <laughs> you decided to record yourself making music and put it out to the peeps? Well, shit, I, uh... Really, my boy Mike, uh, Mike, he he the one that made me record. That was the first time I ever heard myself on a, on a on a damn song. My yeah. my boy Mike Mesa, uh, in high school because I didn't want to rap. Like I stopped playing football. I was just yeah. big chilling in high school. Like I didn't want to rap or do nothing. But he was rapping. He knew he wanted to be the rapper. He thought he was Lil Wayne. Like he wanted to go all the way. <laughs> yeah. Boy Mesa. But uh, he was starting to, he had quit football at the same time as me. And he wanted to start a music group. And he was like, nigga, you should rap. And I was like, boy, I do not rap. <laughs> like, I'm the nigga that's beating on the table in the lunchtime and everybody rapping. Like, I'm just the beater. I'm making the beats. Yeah. But uh, yeah, bro. He was like, yeah, bro, you should rap. And then like, shit, I was like, fuck it. All right, I'm going to try this shit out. Mm-hmm. And so we would go to his crib. And that's where we recorded our first song. So like, he the one that introduced me how to record or just show me it's even possible to record yourself at home without going to a studio yeah. and doing all that unnecessary spending and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, he, he the one that showed me and I was like, damn, this shit is possible. And then I just started watching him and learning from him and just soaking up game. And yeah. pretty much shit, by the end of it, shit, I started doing it myself. I bought my own equipment. That's so dope. And like, from, from then you, you kind of made the decision to do everything in house. Yeah. 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 Basically like it was, it was, it was so like after that, like we graduated, went our own way, but like, I was still like, I'm still always going to rep it. Like that's my shit. D2, uh, dreams to reality. But, um, yeah, yeah. I just decided to do my own shit. Like I was like, yeah, I got to create something for myself. Gotcha. And so, like, around 2014, I had dropped out of uh, college. No, 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 no. I recorded my first project. I'm tripping. I was recording that in high school. My first project, I was recording off a fucking MacBook I had bought off Craigslist from somebody. And I was recording on GarageBand. 
Shout out <laughs> to Garage making... Band. Yeah, Garage and Band. You, Teddy B, first person to <laughs> reference it. Because listen, I love Garage Band. That was my shit Bro, back in the I made, day. I made music. I made beats in Garage Band. Like Garage Band, like you can fucking edit videos in Garage Band. <laughs> like I love Garage Band, like started it all. Like if I owe anybody anything, I owe Garage Band. <laughs> oh, me? I appreciate <laughs> like, that. Like I used to record in headphones. Like people didn't realize you can record your voice in headphones like as a microphone like it's just a certain way you got to change the sentence and shit but uh yeah that's how I started off recording and my little bro Zane he always be in the the room with me and shit (laughs) and some songs you'll hear his ass sniffing in the background like nose running and shit (laughs) them songs never coming out by the way but uh (laughs) they're nowhere like not they're not even the songs like on SoundCloud or anything no, nah, them songs gone. <laughs> they need to be gone. <laughs> they need to be gone. Them songs, my songs was horrible back then when I first started. I was trash. Okay. I'm just now starting to get good to me. To me, I'm just now starting to get good. But okay, uh, what is just now, Teddy? Because listen, the last two on, years. Listen, let me talk to my people real quick. Hold yeah, on. Right. Okay, friends. So we've been through this conversation before, right? And there are people that I have made relationships with in the city who I love and appreciate a lot. Um, there's music in the city that I fucking stand behind a lot, right? There is one artist in particular, aside from this human that I'm talking about in the city, that their discography to my ears sonically and the way that I feel and the way I ingest music has no skips. And this is, there's one human, right? There was one human. However, right? In doing some research about this guy, from the beginning, and this is why I'm going on this tangent, because this man literally just said he just thinks that he's starting to get good, but he has no skips. His discography in my sonic ear and the way that I ingest music, there is not one moment that I don't understand. There's not one moment that I don't believe. And listen, I, I'm fucking thorough. You can fucking ask Tyler, anybody like nigga, I'm yeah. thorough with this shit. There's not one skip. So for you, sir, to feel like your music is just now getting, getting to a place where you feel like it is good. Yes. Where yes. does that come from? That Why comes from being that? that comes from being my own critic. Like I am my worst enemy. Like I'll be like, yeah, this shit ain't it. I'll record a verse like 50 million times if I don't like one word how I said it in the verse. Yeah. I'll record like I do I do one takes. I don't do that punching and shit. Like if I don't like how I sound on one part, one bar, like I'm recording the whole verse over again. Like that that's what kind of person I am. Like I don't Eddie, that sounds like Aries that, activity. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's very bad. But uh no, I just feel like I just want the best for myself, you know. I want the greatest. I want the best product I can get out to the people cuz you know, people people want 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 some good music and I don't want to give them no bullshit. I don't want to waste nobody's time. No, literally. So were you going by Teddy, the legacy back then? Man, I had a million. <laughs> I started off with Major D. Oh, me? <laughs> and then one of one of my homies was like, I'm Major D. 
And I was like, all right, you can have that. You can have that trash ass name because his name start or his last name started with a D, but my first name started with a D. But I was like, cool. But then this girl um, in school just kept calling me Teddy. And then, like, everybody just started calling me Teddy because, obviously, I'm a chubby guy and, you know, I resemble a teddy bear. So mm-hmm. everybody started calling me Teddy. I'm like, shit, I'm Teddy D, dude. <laughs> Not Teddy D. <laughs> teddy D. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, and then after a while, I was like, I'm going to drop the D. Like, that shit's corny. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just go by Teddy. And then right around that time, I started getting in my business bag, my, my CEO bag, started thinking like, I know I can't trademark Teddy by itself. And then there was another guy that came out. His, his name is Teddy, some white guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That's not going to work. So I had to find something. And then mind you, this whole time on Twitter, my name was Teddy the Legacy. It was just some bullshit I made oh. just for Twitter. Yeah. Just to have an at name because I couldn't just put Teddy. So I was like, Teddy the Legacy. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? That's going to be my name. Like, I'm going to have a long ass name because I love party next door. Like, oh I was like, you. I'm an old party next door ass nigga. I'm going to make my whole name all caps all together. Teddy the Legacy. And plus, it looks good on flyers. Like, that's you can't miss that name. It looks like, dope a, on flyers. A long ass name. Says that shit really crazy. I be oh, pissed I love at Alexa. Alexa. Shout out Alexa. Shout out Alexa because it's so cute. Like she literally just merges it together into one word. So it's- man, I hate when people put spaces. Like uh, uh, that irks me. Yeah. Teddy the legacy. Like no, that's Teddy the legacy. Not me. No, that's not me. That's somebody else. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to uh, send them some paperwork. Uh, man, listen, felt. Yeah. HR. So, Teddy send the legacy. You got your name from that. I mean, that's still a very, I guess, like authentic way to come about. Like, yeah. A, a name. Like, yeah. And we're going to get there. We're going to get to the legacy. We're going to get to CEO Smister, sir. Oh, Beast goddamn CEO. Yeah. Um, however, who? Listen, and I'm not going on too much of a rant about this i'm not going on a rant at all i'm not going into details but teddy the legacy i don't know you got like major fans in here because you got people coming to my inbox about like crazy drama shit i'm like what is this like oh shit what happened the, i mean okay so i'm gonna cut this part out adriana you're cutting this part right. out so- I, I wash my hands with it i'm on i'm on to the next road like I'm, i choose me oh me i love that <laughs> as I you should Teddy I'm, finna, I'm finna start choosing me from now on like i don't got time for all this extra shit nah you have to like and just the so. weightlessness of doing that like that you feel like you can't beat that like literally nobody will be able to fuck with you at all like yeah on any level like i love that so yeah. before we get there because we are going to talk about mental health a little bit just a little bit <laughs> just a tad, the feels. Yeah. we have to talk about the feels. but okay teddy the legacy so when, back then right when you your homie taught you how to make the music and you in the crib making the music mm-hmm. you were rapping only right you yeah really i was just singing. rapping like i was dipping and dabbling with the singing a little bit but no nah, i was just straight rapping yeah so yeah. why why are you making this listen when, when i think of teddy the legacy the first pieces of music that are on the internet from him i think of just that like really good feel good backpack rap but with the storytelling on the level of the greats 
and yeah. nigga, we've swooned over this nigga Teddy. So I have to swoon <laughs> to your face. Well, your yeah. virtual face. Like, yeah, right. Like your the songwriting, the the storytelling is because I won't even say songwriting, right? Because like people can write a song. There's different ways yeah. to structure a song. But yeah. the way Sir Teddy the Legacy tells a story and the way you were especially telling these stories as this hip-hop feel-good like rapper where did that come from how did you do that I don't I don't know I think just studying the greats like you said like Mm -hmm. just just being a student of the game and just knowing that I have to bring it like I can't just be out here just making words rhyme and shit (laughs) making catchy songs like that was my thing I never wanted to make a catchy song when I first started like that's why you always feel like damn this thing's spitting like (laughs) like I wouldn't even like make hooks like I love hooks but like I I, like I made sure I always wrote a song from start to finish with no hook yeah like I, I always do that like still to this day like I gotta have that start to finish song somewhere on the project interesting yeah I love that. I I definitely feel that. So what does, so back then, right? When you were just dishing out these bars, like, were you still only doing like the one take? Like, were you punching in like back then at all? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's always, I always did it. Like I never even knew that you could punch in. Like, I didn't even know that was possible. (laughs) I didn't even know that was a thing. My brain brain couldn't wrap around it. Like on the verse, you got to punch in. Like, I, I can understand, like, on a hook, like, you do this part and then this part, but, like, on a verse, like, it was like, nah. Because sometimes it won't even sound right when you saying it the first time and then you come back and say it, say the, the, the other part and, like, your voice just don't match up. So I was like, nah, I'm going to just say the whole thing all the way through. Yeah. What a just privilege. So I don't have to Teddy mix everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what a musical privilege, sir. Oh, I just right? casually did not even know that that was a thing because my brain just can't. So I just do it this way and yeah, I'm great I couldn't, at it. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. I couldn't. Dog. I mean, listen, some people got it, friends. And as I've said, there's only a couple people that I really fucking swoon over. Like, listen. It's two man. people with a discography that I don't skip, nigga, in the city. And this man is one of them. And he is one of the greatest storytellers of all time. Like, Thank you. behind Thank you. Kendrick, maybe? I don't fucking know. Like, so I don't a, know who else. That's a hard act to follow. <laughs> Listen, I like, who else? I mean, look, y'all, y'all know how I feel about Hope. I just, Ooh, we I always make there. sure to make oh. it personal. Like, that's yeah. my whole thing. Like, I don't want to just be... Lyrical, miracle, fearful, lyrical, terrical. Like yeah. it gotta be personal to me. Like it gotta be coming from me. Yeah. Like I don't like just making music just to make music. Like it gotta be something that I experience so that I can have something to talk to and talk about in depth. You know? Gotcha. Like just I don't like being surface level. I need to go deep into what I'm talking about. So yeah. only way I can do that is speaking from experience, you know. For sure. So how, yeah. what, what's your creative process? Like how does Teddy the Legacy make a song from f- start to finish? Uh, it could be either way, like without the beat or with the beat, but it most of the time it's with the beat and mm-hmm. just depends on how it makes me feel. Whatever, what I, whatever I want to tap into, whatever it makes me feel like, yeah, like whatever, whatever emotion I get from it. But that's why I like, I'm very picky with my beats. Like I don't yeah. just pick any beat. Cause yeah. 
I so, hate trash beats. Are you making? Do you make your own beats? I used to, but I haven't really like recently. I stopped. I slowed down, just okay. good te- technical reasons. But um, I could still make a beat. Oh, like I've made, I've made a beat. Last time I made a beat was on Poster Child. I'll say that. Second okay. track on Poster Child, I made that beat. Dope. Yeah. I'm trying to make a beat, like at least one beat on every project I do. At least yeah. one beat for me. Yeah. Per as you should, you got to flex that a little bit. So yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. So when did the transition from Teddy the this person with bars who's speaking this great hip hop from experience to Teddy who is singing so good with a very good voice and I say when that I, that way because these niggas ain't these niggas don't understand pitch and I think that that yeah. is something that a lot of rappers especially rappers who want to perform their music are missing mm-hmm. these niggas do not understand the art of utilizing their voice as an instrument yeah. that you do sir so when did how did that happen when did you when were you like to, like nigga fuck this i'm about to start singing in a booth goddamn like i always i always sing uh was singing every now and then like i said but to be honest when i got the auto-tune plug-in that's when i started <laughs> like taking it serious like i'm gonna really try to sing because like like i said growing up like as a kid i used to only sing i had a high-pitched voice thinking i'm michael jackson uh just singing everything high pitched but then like once i got older my voice started to change it got deeper and and then i just got discouraged with my voice like i just felt like i couldn't sing that's why i would like just go heavy on rapping like just rap 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 Mm -hmm. and then i got the auto-tune and that's like what helped me because like i can sing but i use the auto-tune to help me sing Mm -hmm. just to guide me and then i try to harmonize and you know and add my little flavor into it in there and but yeah the, the singing yeah it really came back like once I got that that plug in mm-hmm. not the first not the not the garage band plug in because that, yeah. that garage band plug in is trash Listen. all you can do is turn it from zero to a hundred that's it like you can't that's do no it. other tweaking besides that but once I got the entrance auto tube plug in plug in like that's when it went off shout out my yeah. boy Stilo Foreign he gave me that crack like shout out he Stilo. gave me that yeah shout out Stilo Stilo's responsible for starting singing Ted. <laughs> I will say that. I'm going to give him that. Oh, I'm going to give you that, Stilo. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, Teddy, the legacy, the CEO, sir. Like, Yeah, how, now we're on CEO what, what, Ted. What, yeah. what did alumni, like, where did that come from? How do we get here? That started in 2014. A kid that didn't know what he wanted to do after dropping out of college. I was living in Houston at the time in my aunt's house, RIP. And uh, yeah, I just wanted, I was just working a job, Budweiser job. And I was like, man, I can't keep working every day, 12 hour days, no life. Like I couldn't even really do music. And then I was like, man, I just got to do music. Like I really want to do music. And I just felt like I needed to start something that I felt other people like me could be a part of and join and and actually progress in music and I was really like big on the pioneer gland three eyes and that's why I put the three eyes in there and it stands for knowledge wisdom and prosperity and uh yeah that's why I started the alumni it's like a you know group of people you graduate once you Mm -hmm. get those three things and you're part of the alumni now and so um yeah that's why I originally started with just me and Shy Raw my boy Shy Raw out of Florida Mm-hmm. And uh, we would just email songs back and forth. And we made our own EP called uh, To Be Loved. 
And that's how it started. That's that's when alumni started when we made that EP. Yeah. Yeah. Dog, that is so dope. Friends, guys, there's an artist on my podcast, nigga, who's talking about the pineal gland. And my whole life is, dog, that's really dope. And that is, like, the way you interpreted that and the number three and just... Yeah, the I, number I three, like slaughtered threes. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking yeah. stand, dude. So, alumni, how has alumni? What What do you call alumni? Are we? Is it alumni? Alumni, the brand. Alumni, the collective. Alumni. Yeah, there's a lot of things after alumni. That's that, yeah. you got it correct. Like that's basically it. Like we got alumni records, alumni clothing, alumni co, alumni corporate, per. alumni alumni radio. We used to do alumni radio. We might be bringing that back. Um, yeah, it's a whole lot of alumni shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So with with that, how did uh, how has alumni transitioned, and wh- where do you see it going? Uh, I say it really transitioned once I started going crazier with mm-hmm. the, with the clothing. Like that's when everybody like was like, okay, yeah, this shit is, this shit is a is a household brand, not just a niggas that's rapping on songs and saying alumni. Like this oh, is me? some shit that could last longer than than the than the rap songs. Yeah, and and that's where I'm trying to take it. I'm trying to like, I got I'm I'm a fan of of uh, furniture, decor. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I want to, I want to make furniture. That's I want to, I want to, I want to make a, a a channel, TV yeah. channel, radio station, like always. And uh, yeah, I just want to take this shit bigger than just music. You know, I want to make it like a household name. Yeah. Like an Apple or McDonald's or Best Buy. You know, I want everybody to know what alumni is. Exactly. Dog, yeah. as they fucking should. What a dope yeah. human with a dope vision so how uh, alumni records right yeah what is the hardest part do you think about not even records alumni per period Mm -hmm. what was the hardest part about being the ceo teddy like what what is (laughs) the hardest thing to navigate as that human uh I don't know if I can say it's hard. Anything is hard. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a lot of personalities you got to deal with it and, and keep in check and control, not control, but, you know, just keep everybody aligned with the goal. Yeah. And I try to use myself. Like, I necessarily don't like bossing people around and stuff like that. So I just try to use me as the instrument of the goal or the 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 engine of the train you know like i think yeah. of it as a train like i'm the i'm the engine in the front and everybody's the cargo in the back and i'm we tug it along type shit like yeah but i want everybody to make their own engine at the same time mm-hmm. like i don't want nobody to be up under me like if anybody wants to branch out and do their own thing like by all means like it's not like we're gonna stop fucking with each other but i just want everybody to have their own type of alumni or just want to be everybody at the top evenly you know yeah. i don't want it to be like a pyramid scheme or nothing like that like i want everybody to have their piece of the pie yeah damn i fucking love that and it, yeah. it takes a lot of 
it takes a lot of selflessness, I think, yeah. to, to be that way, because I think especially moving about the music industry and like creative spaces, like, yeah, once somebody's ego and art or once somebody's ego is inflated, they they want to have power over people mm-hmm. and they want to kind of be at this place where they can gatekeep and maybe not give people the game. So what what does community mean to you like within all of this like music stuff creative shit alumni uh alumni wise or like the the, the austin community like with everything or no not, like when it comes to like creativity just alumni like, like alumni yeah uh community is i want everybody to be a part of it or have a say so in it mm-hmm. and just whatever they feel like could be better or what we what we all can do better as artists, like please by all means speak up. <laughs> like yeah. closed mouth don't get fed. <laughs> like at gotta, all. We, communication. Like community involves communication. Like you you don't have a community without communication. I so that's it. the that's the number one. Like we gotta communicate and talk and 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 just get everything out. Leave it, put everything out on the table. Mm-hmm. Don't leave nothing out. Like um but music wise um just keep making dope shit <laughs> yeah yeah and, and make it true to yourself like if i hear something that ain't true to yourself like i'm just like nah that ain't it bro like we can't be doing that at all I that's not you. looking good for alumni uh, on me and it, it takes a lot of fucking integrity like to be able to yeah. tell your homies like that is not it like we are not mm-hmm. doing that um is that nah. difficult for you to do uh it can be sometimes but then you just got to think about it in, in a broad scheme of things like hey this is this is bigger than just one song like yeah this is this is way bigger than that this is a whole conglomerate image you got to think about first and mm-hmm. also yourself like do you want <laughs> do you want yourself looking crazy on me (laughs) so yeah just go ahead and really back in like there's always room for work and we just go back into the workshop and we fix it up and then we'll we'll dress it up and make it real for you oh yes (laughs) i love that that perfect answer so before we stop talking about the music and transition into mental health and then wrap Uh up a little bit right so not the mental health listen listen we gotta chat Uh, just a little we got to i know just a little bit can we talk about kendrick's album yeah we can <laughs> actually what resonates with you on kendrick's album um uh, uh 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 crown that was the first song like from the first listen i'm like damn that is me like you walk around thinking you're, you're in control like that's me like you can't yeah. please everybody and i had to realize it like it's funny like we always align i'm not trying to like compare myself but like that's basically how my project like what i've was thinking about like just making it about like self-awareness and also yeah. just like healing and therapy at the same time but mm-hmm. that this project just like really just let me know like you you got to make it more personal about yourself like mm-hmm. that's what's going to solidify like you can do the catchy songs and the hits but you got to make you you got to feel fulfilled in, at the end you know yeah like i've i've i people hate it but i say like post a child it was cool everybody loves it but I didn't feel fulfilled when I dropped that. Damn. Even seven, I didn't f- f- feel fulfilled. So these yeah. these two, this project coming out is like, I feel like it's the one where I feel like I've gotten everything off my chest. And yeah. I, it's a more mature project, I would say. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I'm trying to drop mature music. I'm not trying to be fucking 35 year old niggas still trying to make <laughs> dance music and and uh fucking shoot them up kill them boom boom music like oh not pew pew music yeah pew pew music like no like it's cool like you probably get one out of me out of the year but yeah <laughs> that doesn't move me but yeah. yeah kendrick album 10 out of 10 i love it mirror is a hit count me out a hit oh Count Me Out, cry that together. has been, like, the song that, fuck, like, I literally play that in the mirror for hours, like, I could, yeah. like, fuck it up, fuck. fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, facts, Man. I love that song, uh, We Cry Together, I can't listen to it again, like, I heard it yeah. when it, when it first came out, but I can't listen to it, it just reminds me too much of growing up and hearing my yeah. mom and my dad argue all fucking night, damn, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, Father Tom, yeah, I love it, oh, sheesh, I grieve different. Man, the whole album is just fire. Like, I just love the way he just, he's talking about, like, he can't save the world. Like, everybody looking looking for him to, to like, speak on what we're going through. And it's like, damn, how many times do I have to speak on it? And then I make a fucking album, y'all shit on it. So, like, what's the fucking point? Like, I can't save you niggas because you guys don't want to save yourself. Like, you still going to be out here looking for the next designer, next shoe release, next car that comes out. Like, you can't even fulfill yourself and be and be one with yourself. Like, yeah. So he has to find that with him with his self. Like, I got to I got to build my world again. Like, I can't be trying to save the world. I got to build my own world. Yeah. And I felt that, that like on that 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 line right there like i resonate so much with that line like yeah i gotta build my own world i can't be trying to make other people happy because they're not happy with themselves so what's the point so what's the point exactly and i think that i love that you are saying all of this because i've also had conversations with you niggas about this kendrick album and (laughs) y'all niggas don't get it y'all ain't listening like we listening niggas are not listening like i feel like the kendrick album is a 10 out of 10 because it made me damn did not make me cry uh, the way that pi- to pimp a butterfly like made me boohoo cry but yeah. like i fucking shed so many tears throughout this album at at parts that were were not necessarily obvious but like the the way that he was just so introspective in the way that he just like really took this album like as a fucking I don't know, like as a story of what he saw in the mirror, like yeah. that theme of mm-hmm. mirrors and like just being like facing yourself and that yep. being the the vessel of healing completely or like the first point, you know, like it's crazy because like my the intro to my project, like the first two lines I say on the intro is move ring, tell me about how I feel in the moment every morning look in the mirror for my opponent. Like, I literally said that, and I was like, wow, like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, the fact that he talking about the same shit. The same like, exact thing. Ain't nobody in the mirror, like, or ain't nobody with the mirror looking for the fall off. Like, that nigga can't Yeah. Excited for this project, Teddy. When are we getting <laughs> this, this music, sir? Uh, I can't give you a date, but okay. <laughs> it's okay. coming. It's coming. I, I love to hear yeah. it. But it's coming. Listen, since we're talking about it, friend how how's your brain been lately how does teddy the legacy um <sighs> how how do you manage your mental health or do you i try to manage it uh <laughs> i try i try i try 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 
but sometimes I can get knocked back off, back off, and have yeah. to really back in again. But uh, as corny as it sounds, healing is music. not linear, friends. Yeah, healing is not linear, but the the music definitely. That's why I started it too. The music yeah. is therapy for me. Like mm-hmm. I had nobody to talk to, so I had to talk to the microphone. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but I've been finding other things. Are you, you frozen? Know. Can oh, I can hear you. Never mind. No. Uh, okay, cool. But yeah, I, I try to find other things to to um, get my mental health back. Mm-hmm. You know, just reading and um, focusing on my credit. Yeah. <laughs> grown man things. Yeah, grown man things. Making sure I'm a, a family man at first and first and foremost. You know, just make sure I talk to my mom, talk to my grandpa, talk to my grandma. Make sure everybody's good. My girl, like, yeah. I just try to make sure everybody's good and that makes me feel good you know mm-hmm. I talk to that. tyler a lot tyler is my therapist <laughs> that's, that's really? what it is tyler is my therapist jedi is my therapist like we've had he's probably the only person i've ever had like real in-depth conversations with like mm-hmm. real conversations that i probably wouldn't even have with my my own parents like yeah that guy there like and we both just help each other get things out and and talk about the uncomfortable stuff because you know most people yeah. got it on their brain but they don't want to talk about they it they don't want to talk about it that's one friend you can definitely talk to about those things oh teddy i have to stop you right there nigga i have to jedi has to, nigga this nigga <laughs> fucking tyler i know you're listening to this once again tyler but yeah. like i need you to make me like a soundbite for every time we swoon over you because when i yeah. tell you like this nigga's brain the way like i'm gonna fucking not me about to cry talking about this nigga tyler he's a fucking amazing human and when i think about he's a he's a good friend a good person like all around fucking human dog just a good person like he just helped me move like you know who your real friends is when you move in hell yeah because listen and, i ain't that one i am not <laughs> he dropped everything and he was like yeah bro i'm coming to help like, and i was like that like bro you let you saved my life yeah so tyler if you hear this you saved my life you know you did love nigga. you brother like bro in so many ways like this nigga saved yeah. my life every day by just fucking like talking about this stupid podcast like yeah Shout out to Tyler, man. I fucking shout out Jedi Five One Two. He got a project coming real soon with my producer. So uh, yeah, stay stay on the lookout. Listen, love to hear. I don't, don't want to announce. I don't want to announce the name or anything, but I am yeah. the executive producer, kind of. So I mean, you know, I gotta oh, plug listen, that in real executive quick. producer. I may or may not have a couple of those oh. songs in my inbox. Excuse uh, me. A couple, yeah. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I say that you might. I don't say that to say, um, but. A song I should have sent you some new shit too. Listen, that is like my actual human love language of life. Like I feel so honored and so like like it really does make me cry. Like after I hang up from this interview, as I do with all of my interviews, I fucking yeah. cry my eyes out because like <laughs> I because I'm a crier also. You like the you like eight mile. <laughs> you Literally. absorb their energy and then you just cry. Cry. no but yeah, that's some it, real it's shit. more so than that i've definitely um learned boundaries and learned how to not absorb so much energy but yeah because that can be pri- tainting hell yeah listening yeah. but the privilege that it is talking to y'all niggas and like um 
I am an artist in my own right, right? And I'm sensitive mm-hmm. about my shit. And I know y'all niggas are sensitive about y'all shit. So for yeah. people to like take the time to talk to me or to share their art with me or anything like that, like it, it just, it warms my heart for real, for real. But <laughs> I, I go off into that tangent. Well, because you talked about under, or sending me things, but um, Burning Bridges, since we're bringing up Tyler, that yeah. song has been my morning song i've listened to that song like after count me out i listen to count me out like that's my alarm and then burning bridges is the next song that i've listened to for the past fucking 14 days or something like that Um, (laughs) since the interview yeah (laughs) like i've listened to that so many times um so how how did you and tyler since we talked about that nigga how did y'all connect musically fucking twitter goddamn twitter like i was like who's this funny ass nigga on the timeline (laughs) and like his profile was just him smiling with this grill like just in the profile like all you see is grill and i'm like i dm this nigga i was like bro you funny as shit (laughs) he was like bro you funny as shit and then he was like shit i make music bro pull up pulled up no questions asked and shit that's how we link like it was all organic. It wasn't no yeah. force shit. Like, hey, bro, I make music. Come fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like, nigga was funny as shit. And I was like, bro, you're hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we clicked up. And that's been my brother ever since, man. I fucking love that. You yeah. all make beautiful music. And another, yeah. another non song that I do want to mention. I love how we started talking about mental health and then got back to the music. But we're going to get back right? really quickly. <laughs> but another song that I fucking swoon over that you are featured on is crowding permanent my love space. oh Not, crowding my space. no but yeah. i do love that song oh, that's so <laughs> that you brought that up what a great human you are i love crowding crowding my space shout really? out fleezy yeah dog in crowding mountains like fleezy sad boy fleezy you don't want you can't fuck with sad boy fleezy when he be in his sad boy bag like fleezy go crazy he's like, in his bag dog yeah. like the shit Shout dog, out but Fleas. both of y'all like your vo- your voice on that i just love when you sing teddy I think, yeah i know like, you're I not gonna love- like the next project then <laughs> i mean listen I, i'm gonna all get through and through. <laughs> nah, yeah yeah i'm gonna make sure i put some singing in i'm still trying to decide if i want to mix it up a little bit exactly because i don't want to go too rappy rap but yeah yeah i I love my singing voice too i try to keep it up to par sometimes but uh crowded my space yeah fire i love that song but really quick right before we wrap up a little bit (laughs) mental health right what what's an mental health to a young black man navigating creative spaces uh I would say always remix it. Don't, if you take anybody's advice, it might sound good, but you got to remix it your way. It's never going to work unless you make it your way and always go back home. Talk to your mama, talk to to your your grandma, your brother, sister, little cousin. And uh, just find your, just find your, your getaway, your, your, your escape. Because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna have to escape definitely dealing with the music industry and stuff like that. Like always be comfortable. Yeah. Don't don't be in uncomfortable spaces and then try to navigate through there. You gotta be comfortable before you even get in it, in, into it. So yeah, that's what I would say. Got you. I lo- that's a great advice. So what are three things 
Teddy the legacy that you think that you can improve on where it comes to your mental health? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm an Aries, so I get a little fiery. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta control my temper sometimes. Like I bottle stuff in Ooh. and then it just explodes. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes no I take it crazy. And sometimes I take it out on the wrong people that don't deserve it. And that's bad. But I always acknowledge it. Like I don't let it linger. Like I gotta acknowledge it and apologize and work on my my aggression and just woosa. Sometimes you know you gotta woosa. And um, a lot of times, yeah, a lot of times you gotta woosa. I ain't gonna cap. I ain't gonna cap to you, big dog. Oh, but man. um, what's the other thing? Other thing I, I need to work on is. The pandemic fucked me up. Like, I want to stay in the house all the time. <laughs> like, it's getting horrible. I never want to leave now. Like, yeah. I always liked staying in the house growing up as a kid, but the pandemic has amplified it times 20. <laughs> they turned it yeah. up to the max. So I need to I need to get my ass back out and, and, and just be back in society and let people see my face. But then also, I'm like, fuck that, you know? Like, why do people need to see my face? Like, yeah. that's part of the mystique. Like, you got to be like, you know hidden sometimes hide yeah. your face you know but where the shades inside yeah. but um third and lastly um i would say well i've already been working on it just being more of a family man and, and, yeah. and working with my family and just getting back to being more family oriented because i want to start a family of my own one day and mm-hmm. i need to get back in tune with my family and, and check on everybody. Cause you know, life is too short. People starting to pass away. Like lost my grandma, my aunt, my little cousin, brother slash brother. So it's like, after that happened, I was like, yeah, I, I really need to stop being too busy. Never be too busy. That's what I would say Ooh. to somebody else too. Never be too busy. Cause you gonna miss it. Like that relative you think in the hospital and you can go see them tomorrow or the next day. No. Nah. Exactly. Go see them now. Don't be too yeah. busy. Oh, listen, not not you tugging at my grief strings. I, I've yeah, definitely I'm had. I'm yeah. definitely like in the angry stage of a, a grief right now. Yeah. Um. So I fucking feel that that resonates so fucking much, dog. Like, ugh, I mm. love that advice. Um. Yeah. But right before we wrap up, I have a few questions. And okay. I call them rapid fire questions. However, the way my, if your brain works, your Aries ass brain works in the way the mind does, it's not going to be too rapid, but try to, try to answer, you know, as <laughs> quickly as you possibly can. Okay. Quickly, um, this okay. was impossible for fucking, um, next gang sleazy. This was, oh, yeah. yeah. Like the nigga answered no question, like at all. Like it was yeah. literally, it was so cool. Cause I'm also that way. So yeah. let's see it, Teddy. The first okay. question, right, is um, what song do you have on repeat right now? One song. Uh, Count Me Out. Oh, per. Lo- yeah. Um, yay or Pharrell, all things considered. Oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> I'm going to say yay. I'm sorry, Pharrell. I'm sorry. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, All things considered, Hove or Wayne? Oh. I say or <laughs> Hover <Both>. Wayne. <laughs> All things Damn. considered. I would say Wayne. I'm gonna say Wayne. Sorry, Hove. Listen, I love Hove. Hove got some bars. He does. Shit that make you think like, damn. 
does. But Wayne does too. He has too many of them. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, he has like the tri- triple of the discography that Jay-Z has. Exactly. And he doesn't yeah. have one of those East Coast accents, which we've talked about this. I respect Jay-Z, but I yeah. hate his accent. And it just, <laughs> I, I just can't. Okay, next question though. Oh, what's your, the favorite, your favorite bar that you've ever written? Ooh. I got a lot of them. <laughs> That's hard. I know. Uh... I just played the way wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I just played the back. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is from Down on My Luck. I know the song. I just can't remember the fucking uh, bar. Her. These niggas clowns, I can see the paint bleaching your smile, bro. We for I'm a rather be a smoking clown. I can't remember the rest, but yeah. Down on my luck. That whole verse. Go get it. What is one dream collaboration that you have? Someone that you haven't worked with? Like like local or like big? Like it don't matter? Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of them. In any uh, way, musically, like fashion-wise, furniture-wise on me? I'm just going to music because it's easy. But um, I would say... Party next door. I want to work with party next door. Got you. Yeah. I, I yeah. like that. I, I kind yeah. of, kind of actually. Uh, I, kind gonna, of. I mean, I, the music will be great, but nigga, we don't, we don't fuck with P and D around here. Okay. Damn, what's wrong with P and D? Oh, listen, listen, it's Kalani Hive, and we hold oh, nigga, big, big <laughs> area grudge <laughs> energy. <laughs> Things and such. All right. Okay. Let me see. Ooh, one last question. Teddy the Legacy. What is the biggest overall lesson you have learned in life? (sighs) Lesson I've learned in life. Don't let shit bother you. Yeah. Don't let don't let the stress come in between what's important in life and what you gotta focus on. Mm-hmm. and the anger don't let the anger the stress the sadness none of that shit life is too short like i said after losing all my relatives like life is too short that's what i learned you just got to live life to the fullest because this shit can end in a second yeah yeah so just appreciate life don't don't be too hard on yourself and keep Big that shit one. pushing yeah. yeah do not be too hard on yourself because sure. you will have a heart attack at 39 literally <laughs> like literally y'all be fucking gentle with yourself and like my my grandma worried herself into a heart attack and died like so Sheesh, yeah yeah which is a very yeah. common thing y'all especially yeah. for black people with all of these things we have to take mm-hmm. care of ourselves we have yeah. to be gentle with ourselves and yeah that's where it starts man Mm-hmm. Oh, Teddy, thank you so much for talking to me. I appre- like <laughs> I appreciate you so much. Like I appreciate you for having I, me. Like, dog, I am gonna cry and I'm probably gonna hit you up saying I'm I sorry. Appreciate you. Did I did I go too deep? <laughs> no, no, I love deep. I, I tell people all the time, this is why I love Tyler so much. I hate small talk. It's awkward. Like, nigga, I yeah. want to talk about your childhood traumas or we ain't talking. Yeah, let's talk me. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But yeah. thank you so much. Is there anything you want to leave the folk with? Uh no way out of hell. Coming soon. 
Per. Love it. Oh, is yes. that the title? Yep. We got a title, friends. No date, but a title, but I will take it. That's the title. Um, yeah, no date, but that's the title. No way out of here. I love that. Well, have a good day, dog. You too as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. All right, take care. Welcome back to another episode of OG Says, where I, OG Adriana, say something about something, y'all. So this week, real quick, real short, sweet, to the point. But y'all, ingest more hydrating foods. It has been over 100 degrees in Texas like this week. Um, Not a thing that I have been a huge fan of but i also haven't been super opposed to it um i definitely prefer summertime to wintertime but i say all of that to say as the sun stays out longer as the temperature rises our body not only needs tons of water but our body also needs electrolytes um and other minerals so that our our fucking mineral balance and ion balance fucking what word am i looking for ion balance um is doesn't get out of whack y'all so you know how it is said that gatorade um replenishes your body of all those electrolytes that you um sweat out those electrolytes specifically being sodium potassium um yeah however gatorade has all this disgusting shit in it fucking high fructose and who knows what kind of red yellow orange blue dyes right um so i've talked about this on the podcast before but coconut water coconut water is going to be your best friend this summer coconut water replenishes those electrolytes in a natural way one ingredient um Guys, y'all also want to be eating plenty of fruit. Fruit is in season as the temperature gets warmer. The harvest time for fruits are plentiful. Or I guess the harvest amounts for these fruits are plentiful and they are at their peak freshness. So this is going to be the time of the year that you are really tasting fruit. Um at the at the pinnacle of what the fuck they're supposed to taste like oftentimes like when we eat fruit out of season they're not giving the best taste they don't taste vibrant they taste kind of dull and bland and watery um but no right now and i i say to i suggest to anyone to eat seasonally throughout the year um not just the summer but y'all though there's nothing like those summer fruits and the accessibility of said fruits you can't beat it so make sure y'all are eating your melons make sure you're eating um citrus fruits things that are super hydrating make sure you're drinking your coconut water to get those electrolytes back in your body um start adding things like aloe vera to your smoothie start adding slippery elm marshmallow root these super fucking hydrating plants and herbs that can really really just help your body retain all the moisture that it's going to lose in the fucking heat whether you're in texas or in a different part of the world if you are in a different part of the world i definitely appreciate you i thank you so much i'm giving you a huge virtual hug right now um definitely hit me up and let me know where you are because like dog i will cry what an honor um but yeah that's all i gotta say this week y'all hydrate yourself and not just drinking water um well obviously drink water drink plenty of water you should definitely increase your water 
intake over the summer. Um, however, lots of hydrating foods and things into your diet, into your body, um, so that you don't get dehydrated in this Texas heat. But that being said, let's close out the episode, y'all. Okay, so you know I love ending these episodes with some sort of energetic climate, um, some sort of word that is spiritually led um, that will lead us throughout the rest of the week or until the next time you hear one of these from me. Um, today, I'm actually pulling a simple, simple card from the Soulful Woman Guidebook Oracle Deck, or the Soulful Woman Oracle Deck, rather. Um and yeah, I'm shuffling this up. I'm sure I have linked this somewhere. Um, probably won't do it in this description because I'm sleepy. <laughs> nah, but uh, I'm just asking Spirit for clear and precise messages on behalf of the collective from Spirit's and entities of benevolence only that are only there to push us towards our greatest good. Amen. All that good shit on me. And pulling a guide. Ooh, embracing change. With every loss, I understand that something new is about to be birthed beyond what I can imagine. Embrace change. I will read it again. <laughs> With every loss, I understand that something new is about to be birthed beyond what I can imagine. And that's that on that, y'all. <laughs> I want to thank Sir Teddy, the legacy, once again for just coming to my podcast, being so open and willing, so open and willing to reschedule with me multiple times um, for the third charm or for the third time, literally being the charm of that interview. Um, yeah, I'm just so, so grateful. I'm always just so humbled to talk to y'all. Um, the fact that people actually consider speaking to me when I ask them to talk, um, especially if they aren't, none of these niggas are in my immediate friend group because my immediate friend group is made of niggas that I've known for 20 years, you know? So just knowing that I'm not in these people's immediate friend groups, but they still take the time out of our day, out of their days and lives to share their stories with me so that I can then share it with you niggas. Like dog, nothing is more affirming than that. Like every time someone comes and sits with me on this motherfucking podcast, I just feel so humbled and affirmed in my path. And that's that on that. But y'all follow this podcast Instagram at Organic with OG, where you can find all the podcast updates and things like that. Um, you can also find um yeah, aesthetic things there. Um, I try to make everything pretty cute and blue, but little clips and tidbits, hints for each of the episodes from each of the episodes, rather. Um, you can also follow my personal Instagram at OG Adriana. You can also email this podcast at organicwithog at gmail.com for any questions, comments, or concerns. No weird energy at all. You can follow me on Twitter if your heart so desires that OG Adriana underscore. My TikTok is also OG Adriana underscore. You can also follow me on YouTube at OG Adriana. Content coming really soon by the end of summer. I promise. I promise. I really, really promise. But listening goodbye i will talk to y'all uh, appreciate y'all for all the shit as i've said so many times i'm not obsessed just because i'm giving my thanks does not mean i'm obsessed contrary to popular belief <laughs> on me but bye y'all let me let me not rant goddamn let me stand the fuck up goddamn <laughs> bye y'all
peace, goddamn.